Welcome to It's the Human Experience Podcast. Hosted by Hazel Brown, a healthcare leader, wife, mom, and career coach. If you're big on authenticity, personal development, perseverance, and transparency, you're in the right place. Get ready to be uplifted, inspired, and empowered as you become fearless in pursuit of the life you desire and deserve. Our goal is to help you level up by creating a safe space to learn and reflect while listening to transparent stories from our host or successful professionals and business owners who've agreed to share the parts of success that typically gets X'd out on social media. Because that's the part you need to see and hear. The process. Go ahead and subscribe. You don't want to miss out on these transparent stories and discussions that reveal highs, lows, aha moments, and nuggets that'll help you to grow and glow. Hey, 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 you are now tuned in to the It's the Human Experience podcast. Today, we are going to be unpacking, removing layers, the veils, and all the things. I guess I'm going to be doing that, right? I recently went to a session with Erla. Erla was on season one. If you're new to the podcast, definitely go back to season one. We dropped all the gems, talked about different theories and thought processes around self-improvement, personal development, self-awareness. So really go all the way back to the beginning so that you're not missing out on any of the things. But in season one, I had Erla on and we talked about like the root of your name and who you are, the why behind it, the trauma and triggers of life that forms you into who you are. And if you listen to that episode, then you remember that I told Erla that when she's back in Vegas, I would do a session with her. And that's exactly what we did. We did an inner child therapy session, which was rather interesting (laughs) because if you know me, you know that I am all about really unpacking my thoughts and my triggers and who it is that I am and just making sure that I am as authentic to my true self as I can possibly be. And so with that, I was like, yes, girl, yes, I'll do a session. And we did that in the session. She had me go back to my younger self. So I went back to my seven-year-old self, my 17-year-old self, listen, and she was a force to be reckoned with in both instances, right? I'm a force to be reckoned with right now, and I've always been. And so I was really interested in this session because I wanted to really understand how I can better grow, get some closure from the passing of my mom. And it was really interesting because while I've never considered myself to have a codependent relationship with my mom, it was very clear after her passing that there was some sense of codependency around my love for her. And I think some parts of it's natural considering I'm talking about my mom. 
but there are some parts that were not. And so in the session, we were able to really peel back the layers to discuss where some of these things might have come from. And I'm going to be very raw and transparent with you because it's all about healing and growing and really just living through the human experience. And I feel like this can possibly help someone else grow through their journey. And so I won't filter or try to make things seem different than they are. I'm just going to be raw. It's my story. It's my life. And it's what's shaped me to become the kind of person that I am today. And I am thankful for it all. So thankful for it all. Listen, come on, Marvin Sapp. Listen, no, but seriously, kind of going back to the conversation that I had with Erla, what she had me do was to sit with my younger self. So in starting that conversation, she had me kind of sit in a quiet place in my mind, if you will, and really try to understand what it is I was going through when I was somewhere between the ages of maybe six, seven, eight. And through that experience, it was very clear that I had experienced a lot of trauma as a child, partly because my mom was in a domestic violence relationship with my stepfather who abused her. And I was the one always calling 911. And so when you think about a six, seven, eight-year-old child always having to call 911 because their parent is being abused, that is going to create some sense of trauma and triggers in terms of maybe not trusting people as much and maybe just knowing that you are always having to be the protector despite the fact that you're only six and seven and eight years old. So after that situation, my mom did leave my stepfather and we went to go live in like a domestic violence home for battered women. And that experience within itself was rather interesting. I remember eating corn with milk. (laughs) That is my fondest memory of that experience. Us being on bunk beds in an open area with multiple women who were battered. And so I think those experiences led me to understand how hard life can be if I didn't go after my goals. And from that situation, my mom moved out of that shelter and my brother, sister, and my mom, we moved into like a small environment that did not really allow for all of us, but we made it work, right? So through that experience, I started to see my mom's resilience and how she made a way out of no way and she wasn't going to fold or give up. And so I think in seeing her struggle, it also continued to make me realize Boo, you need to get it together because if you don't, life will be rough. If you don't go after your goals, life will be rough. So that constant theme in needing to do more and needing to be great was something that was instilled in me because my mom would always tell me, girl, go to school, get an education, you know, make sure that you're independent, make sure you don't have to depend on anyone for anything. 
And I really took that to heart. I think just to fast forward, as I had to sit in that experience in the session with my inner child, I had to then realize how that experience led me to want to do more to make my mom proud. So I would be in talent shows. I would be in spelling bees. I would be doing everything I could to wow my mom. I would literally put on talent shows at home. I would do all sorts of things. If you heard episode two of the podcast, that was a tribute to my mom who passed last year in 2023. And so you'll see that this is nothing new in terms of this part that I just said about talent shows. I would always try to make her proud and make her happy. I think this experience of this inner child therapy session that I had never done a day in my life before (laughs) made me realize that from a young age, I had to think about empathy and think about what other people were going through and learn how to put a smile on people's face and try to make them happy. And for me, that was very important because I wanted to see my mom happy. And so it's very interesting when I look back and reflect on what it is that I do now in my career. I work with organizations to help to improve the experience for patients and for their customers. So everything is all about making sure that things are top notch and people are satisfied and happy. And then in my business is also helping people to propel and get to the next level when you think about their careers, their business, and the things that they're trying to do. On the podcast is all about helping people to realize that you can be your best self because I remember how far I've come from as a child into adulthood into where I am today. And so it's funny that my inner child session helped me to realize why I'm wired the way I am. And so it was very interesting, but I'll fast forward out of my seven-year-old self, if you will, into my 17-year-old self. Yes, she had me sit with my 17-year-old self. Guys, listen, it was a two-hour session. Everything was recorded, but I could not, for the life of me, share the recording for two reasons. One, I was out of proximity in some of the portions of the recording because my chair was kind of shifted out of the way of the camera. And then when I was on camera, I was bawling like Michael Jordan in that meme that you see everywhere. And she constantly reminded me like, Hazel, this is not a photo shoot. This is for your healing. And I'm like, girl, I got to look good. What are you talking about? So going back into the session, we're at our 17-year-old self now. I say our, but it's clearly just me. And as my 17-year-old self, she had me really try to work on seeing why I can't stay still. Guys, if you know me in real life, you know I am always doing something. I literally was in grad school working on a double master's degree with 12 or 13-month-old twins, not to mention my five-year-old. 
and still was trying to plan a wedding shower for my best friend, still was on all sorts of committees and all sorts of things, graduated with honors. It was all the things, but it takes a lot to keep me occupied, if you will. And so she's just like, Hazel, how are we going to get you to rest? Let's go back to your 17-year-old self to see if we can calm her down a little bit so that you're able to relax more and enjoy life more and all the things. So that was an interesting conversation with my 17-year-old self because essentially she would have me tell my 17-year-old self things like, calm down, girl, it's okay. Like Hazel turned out okay, just calm down. And 17-year-old Hazel was stubborn. Yes, that emotional resilience, that emotional intelligence, that, okay, let's pace ourselves and be fluid. That version of Hazel was not born yet. So she's trying to tell me to tell that 17-year-old Hazel to bad back. And yeah, that Hazel was not having it. So it was really interesting, but what came out of that experience was she had to allow me to talk to my 17-year-old self. And that was so healing because I was able to then tell my 17-year-old self that, yes, your perception of what life would be like if you checked all the boxes and did all the things was inaccurate, but not in a way that you need to go harder for. And I'm just going to rewind a little bit so you better understand what I'm referring to. My expectation as a 17-year-old was that if I go after all my goals, if I do everything right, I would not have problems. I would be able to live a peaceful life that allowed me to travel, have all the money I wanted, all free of problems. That level of perfection does not exist. And so in refacing or rekindling or talking to younger Hazel, I realized how my 17-year-old self has constantly worked against me because as an adult, I completely understand that there's a duality in that everything has good and bad. Life will never be perfect no matter how hard you work. You have to enjoy the process of everything that you're going through day to day. Some days will be really good. Some days will be okay. Some days will be piss poor. But in all things, as long as you're headed the right direction, you have to take the good with the bad. So to realize that younger Hazel, 17-year-old Hazel to be exact, was still in the mindset that the expectation is that Because you've gone to college, because you've gotten degrees, because you're a good person at heart, because you're opening businesses, because you're going after your goals, because you're doing the right things, because you're faithful to God, life will be perfect. That is false. That is a myth. Because you're doing things according to your authentic self, life is better 
because you're being truthful to your whole being and you're not doing the things that society wants you to do. You're doing the things that you feel that you were called to do. That within itself should be fulfilling. So that is the conversation I then had to have with my 17-year-old self who was like, child, so you mean to tell me we're going to do all of this and still have problems? Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know, right? Like, how do you address her and let her know that that is true, but we're going to be okay? Guys, what I really want to make sure that you take away from this episode is that these badges of honor Listen, they're not badges of honors around busyness, burnout, skipping meals, really just toughing it out, trying to skip everything so that you can team no sleep and get to this place of perfection. It does not exist. You have got to make sure that you don't let pursuing goals, your dreams take over your life. Go after your goals, but set boundaries for yourself. Overworking yourself and neglecting your well-being is just not healthy. It's not healthy for your mental, your physical, your emotional, your financial either, because honestly, if you're not functioning as your best self, you can't even enjoy everything that you're trying to work for. What I realized in the session with my 17-year-old self especially was that these expectations that we are creating for ourselves, this bar that we are setting so high for ourselves really helps us in a way. (laughs) Listen, it helps us in a way because it helps us understand that we should be motivated. We need to be resilient. We can make it happen. We can push forward and get through anything. But it also burns us out over time. It also sets us back. It also wears you down. And you also need to understand that as you grow and you're more self-aware, it's self-inflicted. While those expectations are often formed from our past experiences and traumas, society, family upbringing, like I talked about with my seven-year-old self, media, social media, listen, personal goals and aspirations, just our own individual personality traits. And what I mean by that is, for example, if you're an optimistic person like me with a growth mindset, you think any and everything will work out, which it can and it will if you keep putting the action behind it. But you have to create boundaries for yourself to make sure that as you're dreaming, you are living I know we hear constant themes around if your goals don't scare you, then you're not dreaming big enough. And that's true. Listen, being outside your comfort zone is where it's at. It will stretch you, but don't let it stretch you to where it breaks you or stretches you thin. You have to know your deal breakers, your boundaries, and when it's too much for you. And only you know that. 
You cannot make decisions based on what other people are doing, nor should you let pursuing your goals take over your entire life. No career, no goal, no business, no anything should consume the entirety of your life. Everything requires balance. So many of us early on in our careers, thinking through societal expectations, thinking through our traumas and our triggers, we want to become the best version of ourselves so much that we hyper-focus on getting all the things done. But those things comes with no badge of honor. Those things will leave you burnt out and hurting, feeling alone, and feeling like what was told to me, who lied, Why didn't someone say that, oh my God, I can create boundaries for myself. I can go after my goals and still spend time with my friends. I can go after those degrees, but still make time for self-care. I can become all the things, but focus on those things three days a week for four hours a day. It is not all or nothing. You can absolutely become the best version of yourself while prioritizing and enjoying who you are today. It is a journey. It is not all about the final destination because as I say all the time, there will be more. There will always be more work to do. And so in knowing that, you really need to take some time, and I'm talking to myself as well, to make sure that as you're working on becoming the best version of yourself, you're not creating these unrealistic expectations to where you have these high expectations for yourself or others. And therefore, you don't enjoy your now. Therefore, you don't realize like these are the best years of your life. Now is what you have. Enjoy it. Don't be so focused on next to where you don't enjoy now. Now is amazing. You prayed for now. Many moons ago, you might not remember it. But if you take some time to reflect, you'll remember this prayer. Enjoy it enjoy your harvest. I hope this episode was super impactful. Definitely make sure that you leave us a review. Write a comment in the reviews. I love to read the feedback. I love it when you guys DM me on Instagram at It's the Human Experience and tell me your greatest takeaways. It really makes me feel like I am doing the work that I was called to do. Please be sure to go ahead and rate us five stars. And if you're not already following the podcast, scroll up to the top 
hit that follow or subscribe button, share it with a friend. Like that's the best thing you can do is to not keep these nuggets, gems, and these feelings of feeling heard, valued, and seen to yourself. Let's make a greater impact while creating boundaries for ourselves and unpacking our trauma and triggers. We hope you caught all those gems. So here for all of it. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a gem. Write a review so that we know to keep bringing you episodes like this. And check us out online at itsthehumanexperience.com to keep up with us. Keep growing and glowing. Catch you on the next episode.